Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. This is Dimity in Denver. Fa-la-laing all the way, holly-jollying, right? Yes. I wish I had some bells to ring right now. We are We are in the final sprint to the holidays. Um, so are you done with your holiday shopping, Dimity? Are you kidding me? No, no. It's I've had a really hard time this year. Um, with so, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not buying junk anymore. My new rule is no more junk comes in this house. Ooh. So I don't want to buy my Ben. My eight year old is freaking obsessed with Pokemon cards. Obsessed. Oh, really? And I hate I. I hate them. I mean, and I know that they're not for me to play with, but I have such a hard time saying I'm going to go drop 30 bucks on another tin of Pokemon cards because they have the special energy ones. I don't even know what they're called, but I mean, it's just like, so, I mean, on his list, he's got three things. He's got Pokemon cards. He's got nano blocks, which is, um, like like small little Legos. Legos Yeah. Yeah. And a new bed, um, which he wants for, uh, he wants like a full-size bed, I think mostly because he wants to, Mason, our dog, falls asleep with Amelia because she's got a full-size bed. Oh. So he wants to, you know, be able to hijack that situation. Oh, uh, so the bed is a good idea, except for that he's, I mean, he, we've talked we talked a long time ago about um, him wedding his bed, and uh, it's no accident that whole enema slash mm-hmm. <laughs> Miralax thing mm-hmm. it worked fairly well. I would give it probably a B. Um, oh. And he um, wets his bed probably now. It's only when, like, something just happens, like he did it last night, and it's because they had the holiday concert, or this mm. is my thinking, but he had the holiday concert, and um, and so he went to bed later, and he was all jazzed up, and he drank a lot of water when he got home because he was hot, and mm. um, I, I really find it only happens now, like, you know, after a late night or after eating too much sugar, like, close to bed or something like that, you know, it's not... A typical school night, he's not wetting his bed anymore. So he's on the cusp of getting a new bed. And, you know, part of Grant and I, you know, we've talked about it a lot. And part of us wants to wait until he's finally clean. But then it's like, well, then I'm going to give him two things, a nano blocks and Pokemon cards for Christmas. (laughs) Um, And it's such a good gift. I mean, you know, like... I mean, it's not junk. It's definitely yeah. practical. Like, mm-hmm. so, and he wants it. So yeah, I know that I think he wants it. That's, gonna that's, I think that's, I'm gonna... that's the thing that he wants it. It's not like you being like, Ben, we're giving you a new bed. And he's like, I don't want a new bed. It's that he, since he yeah, wants no, it, you know, could yeah, you maybe yeah. get a, so, could you maybe get an inexpensive mattress and then replace it once he's dry all night so that, cause for good. Yeah. I don't know. Just... Yeah, we've definitely, yeah, that's definitely the plan. I mean, we're going to go to Ikea, or I'm mm-hmm. going to go to Ikea and uh, and get, you know, I think I could probably find a good foamy <laughs> $79 mattress or something there for a little while that won't screw up his back too much before he stops wetting it. Look um, at he's a true, so yeah, so that's what he, he's a true member of your family that? that you're like worried about his back already, you know? Um... Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what was funny the other day? I was thinking, I, you know, I had a, a really bad back growing up, but I, for a long time, I mean, for years, I slept with a board under my mattress mm. in between my box spring and my mattress to kind of give me more firmness. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So maybe that's an option too for him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, so that's what I'm getting him, or that's what we're getting him. And then Amelia is just like, she's not junk, but she's just quantity, you know, like <laughs> earrings, knee socks, new sweatshirts. Uh, she wants Uggs. Or, and then I was like, really, Uggs? You know, for you and your growing feet? Like, yeah, right. you can kiss that one goodbye, for the, sister. For the two weeks and, that she'll uh, be able to wear them. Sweet! It means Phoebe's <laughs> going to get a pair of Uggs soon from Amelia. <laughs> exactly. So we found some, I, I said, what about Uggs-like? And she goes, yeah, Uggs-like is fine. <laughs> Cut that cost down quite considerably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's, but what's, what's hard for me is, um, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know if you'll approve of this or not, but I've done a ton of shopping on Amazon uh, mm-hmm. for somehow I ended up as a prime member. Oh. Um, some, I, I think I must've pushed a button or something, no. but prime means you, know, you get shipping in two I days. Think, can I, th- can um, I say, okay. I think you did it for work because we suddenly were like, yeah, you're having a party and you need books like tomorrow. So I think you must've yeah, ordered. But I think of- I did the free trial, but then maybe next time, I don't know. Somehow I, I don't consciously remember, but I, th- I feel like I stopped the free trial. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So now. I've got, you know, so then you go and you're like, and I, and I do try to be strategic and I just don't order like, oh, nano blocks on Monday, tomorrow I'll order, you <laughs> yeah. know, an iPhone case for Amelia the next day. I'll, or, you know, I try to <laughs> consolidate it, but then it all comes in separate packages anyway. Oh, I know. The so, carbon footprint um, just frightens me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And so it feels, it just feels a little schizophrenic to me, just like trying to pull it together because I haven't really even been to a mall and it didn't seem so bad in front of the computer, but I, I just haven't been keeping track, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. um, so I've just got some, and then I order stuff and it's not, of course, what you thought it was going to be. So I'm like, Oh God, it's got to go back. And, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, I, I, I love, I love the holidays. I love my kids and how much they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, January 2nd, you know, and it's not such a bad thing in my mind. <laughs> Wishing a little time away isn't such a bad thing. Um, what about you? What are you getting your kiddos for Christmas? Oh my gosh. Well, there's, there's going to be lots of owls under our tree. Daphne just loves owls and my goodness, living in Portland, Oregon, you know, you are at any moment, you're only an arm's distance away from something you know, that someone has made a DIY owl. They are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So, um, so, and, and the, the problem was, you know, when I would see some owls and I would buy them, I mean, my ta- my task is going to be to make sure everything that I have bought over the past few months gets wrapped in under the tree or in a stock in the stocking yeah. because I'm going to be like, oh wait, hold on, did you get the? Oh wait, that's upstairs in my room. So, um, you know, and and um. So, um, but after recording this podcast, I'm going to go get Daphne's big present, which is a plasma car, which is, um, have you ever seen one there? These, um, sit on, um, car is, it doesn't have a frame to it. It's this sit on thing that works kind of by centrifugal force and you just move the handle bar. That's even a loose term. The, the kind of um, figure eight shaped handle that's on it that's so that's coming up you know between your legs and you just wiggle that back and forth and it moves you all over the floor and um, it accommodates up to like 220 pounds because Jack at first was like we're not we're not getting that she'll you know we should have gotten that when the twins were five you know they're totally grown out of it and I saw one in a store out in Hood River Oregon and I asked the guy about it, and he goes and he was a grown man who worked there and he was like uh, no I still ride my plasma car and I was like oh, of course you do. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> That's why you work in a toy store, too, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Um, so, um, uh, so, yeah, so sh- I found a place because I was not going to order it online because I thought that would be a mighty big box. So there is a place not too far from the studio, which um, is like 15 minutes from my house. So I'm almost at the, the toy store, and I had a, um, have the address written on a Post-it note that I put um, on the dashboard of the Honda minivan, so I will see it and remember where I need to go after the podcast. Um, and um, yeah. I think I have seen them. I, I, I'll have to look it up online. Yeah. I will buy it, though, online. Don't worry. Right. Um, so, oh, and, you know, just like Amelia, Phoebe wants, you know, a lot of clothes and socks. And, like, yesterday she texted me. It was like, Mom, I want mid-calf fuzzy socks and i'm like you're gonna need to send me a link to that because i don't really know what you're talking about (laughs) and um so um yeah yeah. and i'm like thinking and you couldn't have told me that two weeks ago when i was actually at stores um so yes so she and then she wanted a lot of gift cards and that just to you know i i currently pay for her clothes so to give her a gift card it's like really like i'm all like it's just a different way for me to pay for your clothes so um so yeah, i'm not a big fan of giving gift cards i yeah. gotta say i we don't have a ton of opinions but um or i i have a ton of opinions i don't know i don't espouse many opinions beyond running this podcast <laughs> or maybe i do but um you know i i have to say like you know, getting a gift card as for, for a kid, you know, yeah. as an adult, it's, it's obviously something very different, but it's just like, that kind of takes the fun out of it. I feel like, you oh, know, yeah. and, and I don't know. It's just like nice to know that someone picked something out for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so Phoebe and I were at, uh, we had to get, um, so she's my daughter who turns 13 next month. And, um, we were at Old Navy getting, oh, she needed a black shirt for a, um, a dance showcase. And, um, and while we were there, she was like, oh, I like that. I like that. I'm like that. I'm like, okay, will you be able to forget that you, we've bought these things for you? She's like, yeah, what things? What are you talking about? I'm like, okay, we're, this is working out well. So I bought her a couple things while we were there. I totally did the same thing with Amelia. She said it was a sweater. We, um, Sarah, my younger sister, works uh, or volunteers at a foster home. And so we oh, nice. adopted a family, you know, um, mm-hmm. that was and usually my, the adults in my family exchange names. And, it, you know, um, again, it's like it's not junk that we necessarily get, but none of us needs anything. Mm-hmm. So we we're like, you know, let's just this this year, let's let's adopt a family together and, and uh, buy them stuff. And so we were shopping my my family for the family our whole family adopted got two girls and one of them was 14 so amelia felt like she was the expert oh, and um and there was a sweater deal going on at target that was like you know buy one get one 50 off so <laughs> i was like and she's like i love this one and i was like okay but when it's wrapped up under the tree you've got to be surprised yeah so, yeah yeah good okay. yeah it was, awesome. a buy one. it was a bogo sarah oh bogo dimity's favorite so also because um the twins who are almost nine and a half they still believe in Santa. And yeah, so does Ben. Yeah, and so Jack really feels like this might be the last year of that and we're shocked that that Phoebe has not um uh you know, b- broken their bubble. Yes, burst their bubble. And so um so anyways and I guess so you're buying her off with old navy clothes <laughs> no no you don't tell them i'll buy whatever you want in this store jack found he was going um i forget why he was looking at but he was looking through the cache of searches on the ipad and one of them was um does santa really exist <laughs> oh. so there was there has a search been done so um so anyway so th- um 
you know, they. And what, what is little? What does little monkey Jack want? Uh, little little monkey John wants. Um, oh, oh he, John, I'm sorry. That's okay. You know, I've been doing the exact same thing. I can't tell you how many times I've called my husband John lately, and thankfully it was not during some key moments, um, <laughs> given that my first husband's name is John. <laughs> um, so um, he, uh, my son, want really wants um, Wii University. So um, Jack's oh. taking care of buying that and. Um, and then, oh gosh, what else? There's one. Oh, oh, I did get really cute. I went to Saturday Market here in town, which is a you know DIY extravaganza. It's all you know these um, artisans selling their their crafts and their goods. And so there's this one woman who sold um, uh, custom made uh, boxer shorts out of really cute fabrics. And John is all about mustaches. So I got him. cute. Yeah. And so she didn't have his size in this really adorable mustache fabric. So she made that. And then just as I was about to pay, I saw these um, ones that are have a black background and they have kind of this white twall fab print on it with Eiffel Towers. And Jack and I got engaged on top of the Eiffel Tower, you know, on the observation deck and not like King Kong on the top of it. On the point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and they were, and um, the clever name on them was I see London, I see France. And I'm like, Oh, I got to get those for Jack. So, um, so, so John's getting some mustache underwear. Um, because he has become will, a... Well, does that mean will he ever change it? He's going to love it so much. He's going to wear it like well, seven days a week, right? Well, he and he is... Um, He was a boxer brief kind of kid, but then um, the hand-me-down, let's admit our dirty laundry on, on the air that... um, that, that, that <laughs> you're not my dirty laundry. You're taking my dirty that, laundry. That, that, that uh, my nine-and-a-half-year-old son gets your eight-year-old son's hand-me-downs, including his um, true... Um, kind of Oxford cloth boxer shorts. So um, John now, um, you know, likes that looser style of boxer shorts. So that's what these mustache ones are. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, and just, and so make, maybe makes queasy listeners feel better. Ben doesn't wear those as underwear. He wears them as um, PJs Oh, over okay. his pull-ups. So, oh, wow. Um, so yeah, so he wears uh, boxer briefs. Wow. So. Meanwhile, this is the first I've heard of it. And I was just like, awesome. New underwear for John. Here you go. exactly now you don't feel so bad right um yeah i bought him briefs by accident like he needed new underwear and so i bought him the boxer briefs and then i bought him the regular briefs because i didn't read the packages very well Uh and he goes mom i do not like those triangle underwears (laughs) (laughs) okay we'll take the triangle underwears back (laughs) you're like um i've already opened the package i can't take it back No, yeah, I can. Thank God for Target. I'm like, I got the wrong kind. They're like, oh, no problem. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, but you know, but but here anyway. we are. Here we are saying that though. But I do. I I'm pretty sure Phoebe has at one point or now Daphne has some Amelia hand-me-down underwear. So. <laughs> Oh, you know, nothing a good, good laundromat can't fix, you know, good washing machine. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we used to have underwear. I mean, this is, I I realize where this conversation is going at nowhere, but maybe you're just running out and enjoying this. So, um, but I remember one year for Christmas, I got, um, the days of the week underwear. So it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then there was a weekender. <laughs> it wasn't Saturday and Sunday. It was just a weekender. One pair. But those are also good, you know, if you have the walk of shame, you just put them in your bag and you can wear them whichever day exactly. you wear them home. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, exactly. I, I was a big fan of um, Bloomies, you know, from since I grew up in Connecticut, we had Bloomingdale's oh. and their underwear were called Bloomies and they said Bloomies on the butt. Um, and I just loved yes. getting those for Christmas. And you usually get them like in a tube, you know, so that you get like five yes. or seven packs of different colors and the whole thing. 
So see, but look at that. We well, remember we well, remember the stuff that we got, you know, and and yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. tubes, tubes of a uh, lip smacker. Oh, I oh, love that. loved those. It's shaped you like know, the candy cane. Candy cane shape. Yeah. Like, oh, I loved it. That's a... It could be <laughs> crap in there. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's in a candy cane shape. Can I tell you, though, I've so changed because I, too, loved getting the, the either the lip smacker or the M&Ms or whatever. But then I was at um, Walgreens the other day, which for some reason, that's where I gravitate to get the, you know, candy for the kids' stockings. And uh, so I dropped Daphne off at her basketball practice. I'm like, oh, there's a Walgreens about a half mile from here. I'll go there. So I'm in in there trying to decide what to get to put in their stockings. And I looked at those with the M&Ms or the, you know, the Hershey's Kisses. And I'm like, nope, that is a lot of plastic. I am not going to buy that. <laughs> and then I, th- I could hear you in my head, Dimity, saying, Sarah, it's going to exist whether you buy it or not. <laughs> like, like you not buying it doesn't solve the problem. <laughs> and I was like, it's still, I'm still and not going to... No, not going to bring. It's a nice it. hanger off, you know. It works well in a stocking. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dress, it dresses up a good stocking. You know? <laughs> so anyway, well, so we have already touched on germs, um, but you know, kind of butt germs. But we're not going to talk about those germs. We're going to talk about cough, cold, flu, virus, um, mm-hmm. a bunch of um, stuff that usually hits us in the winter time and can disrupt the running. Right, Sarah? Yes. Yes. So we decided, so this might not be the sexiest topic we've ever talked about. I'm not sure we ever talked about really sexy topics. I was but... about to say, and what would be a sexy topic we talked about? <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, that one time we had Christopher McDougal on the, on the podcast and you crushed on him over the, over just the sound of his voice. That yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Oh, and when I did that with Bart Yasso, and when I did that with, uh... I was going to throw Bart Yasso off, but I thought that might be a little too close to home so. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm a sucker for a good voice um so uh yes so but we decided this was you know would be a practical topic to talk about is you know returning to exercise after you've been sick so i did like any good uh, researcher would do i put out a call for an expert on twitter and uh, i found a great doctor of internal medicine Dr. Marnie Nicholas, who lives in Rye, New Hampshire, which is about an hour north of Boston. She is a mom of two sons, ages five and seven. She blogs uh, at a URL that has a very long name, and we will link to it. It is patienceandpaces.blogspot.com. And um, yeah, so here is Dr. Marnie. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Nicholas. I, I hope it's okay I call you Marnie. Please call me Marnie. Very good. Very good. Thanks for joining us. So, Great to be here. Good. So uh, tell us a bit about your running background. Well, um, the truth of the matter is I used to hate running. I was a gymnast as a kid and as a teenager. And gymnastics, you know, you just need, oh, about a minute and a half of exertion and then you're done. Um, but then when I was a resident in New York City, I really, really needed an outlet for my stress. Um, and gymnastics was out of the question. I was getting too old at that point. So I decided to start running. So I was about mm, 26 or 27 when I actually started running. And um, I really got into to it. It was, you know, a great way to relieve stress and it was the best bang for my buck as far as uh, what I could fit into my time schedule. It's not often that our guests come on and first start off right by admitting that they used to hate running. I love that, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> You've set yourself apart. It's the best policy. But, yeah. you know, it, it just goes to show that people really can change quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So have you, you've done a couple marathons. Is that right, Marnie? That's right. Um, when I started running during my residency, I was um, I was living in New York City. I was at St. Vincent's Hospital, and um, 
I was actually working there on September 11th. It was obviously an incredibly stressful, emotional day. And um, my running route was disrupted, obviously, also by this, because I used to run downtown towards the World Trade Center and do a loop around the bottom half of the island. And um, Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. You know, doing that and seeing my city hit that way, um, I really got inspired to run the New York City Marathon then. So I started training and um, ran it in 2003. Nice. Wow. wow. Good job. That's great. Yeah. Wow. That's an amazing um, kind of... Um, you know, uh, congruence of things that you were there. I mean, St. Vincent's got a lot of the, of the, um, you know, that was one of the first responders where people went right, right away. Yeah. Right. We were the closest trauma center to, uh, to the, to ground zero. So, yeah. uh, it was, yeah, it was quite an experience to say the least. Wow. Wow. So that must've been very triumphant then to run New York city. It was, it was an amazing, amazing exper- experience. And, um, then, uh, you know, my sister, kind of got inspired to start running after watching me do that. And so then she decided to start training and um, we ran the Disney marathon together about uh, maybe a year and a half, two years after that. Um, and it's, it's just kind of gone from there. Nice. Nice. Before we get to the main topic, um, can you please tell us about Marnie's army, a little program you have? Sure. I'd love to. Um, I'm a primary care physician, so I, I take care of people from age 16 through, I think my oldest patient is 102 now, but um, I'm really a strong believer that everyone should be able to get a little bit of exercise, and that's really some of the best medicine that we have around. So, But, you, you know, talk is cheap, and I got tired of just telling my patients, exercise, exercise, exercise. 
I've really decided I want to get, get out there and exercise with my patients, show them what they should be doing. So um, basically, I run a Couch to 5K program, and we start off with just doing a walk-run, and we eventually work up to doing a 5K per, uh, run. And then we do a race uh, every Memorial Day. It's part of a large race that they do in our area. And um, it's great. I have people who have been doing this now since our first group who are now doing half marathons and stuff. And then I have people who are just starting and can barely walk the whole course. So it's great. It's it, We've got a whole group of abilities and people, and everyone really seems to enjoy it. That's awesome. And, and then you are not the one who named it Marnie's Army, but somebody, uh, a local my, paper. That was, that was one of my patients, yeah. It, it was originally called the Beacon Runners because my practice is called Beacon Internal Medicine. Um, but you, one of my patients decided he liked Marnie's Army, but you got to say it with the Boston accent. Oh, Marnie, Marnie's it. Army. Honey's uh-huh. mommy. Yes, that, that's how we know now. <laughs> but it makes it it makes it rhyme a little bit more that way. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we brought you on today to to talk about resuming running after having a fever or the flu. Um, and so, um, but first give, I thought before we get to dive into that full topic, let's give some mother runners some advice about running with a cold, because we've always heard that if the symptoms are above your neck, like congestion, it's fine to keep running. But what if the symptoms are in your lungs, you know, then you need to rest. Is that true? And then, then I always am like, well, where is the neck and how does a sore throat like, you know, feature into that? So give some pointers (laughs) on that. Yeah, that's a great question. And this is really timely because boy, it seems like everyone is sick this time of year. It's just colds and cough and unfortunately a lot of the flu this year also. So there's really, there's no sharp line between above the neck and below the neck and there's really no hard and fast rules either. Definitely if you just have a cold with the sniffles and you're not running a high fever and your breathing is feeling okay, you don't feel short of breath or out of breath, you can go ahead and run whether or not you're coughing. And I think that's mostly what people are talking about when they say below the neck is a cough or bringing up a lot of phlegm. And it's really, it's okay to run through that. It might be a little annoying if you got to stop and cough, but you're not going to do any damage. Um, The one thing that people should be careful with is if you have underlying asthma, um, that can certainly flare up with any sort of cold or the flu. And you might want to be a little more careful about resuming activity with that, or at the very least, make sure you're running with your inhaler so that you can use it if you need to. Well, so, so it doesn't make it worse if, I mean, cause okay, I can just see my mom like shaking her finger at me. Like you're going out in that cold weather and you're already coughing and you're never going to get well, you know, like, um, so, I mean, so it's, you're not prolonging your cold by, you know, not letting your body rest. If anything, you might actually be shortening the length of your cold. For moderate exercise, um, you actually boost your immune system. Um, However, the caveat to that is you shouldn't train hard when you're sick. You shouldn't do anything endurance. You should not be running for two hours. So don't do a long run while you're sick because you do kind of drop your immune system if you do anything too strenuous. But for a short run, your regular, say, three to four mile run that you're doing, that's fine. And being out in the cold isn't going to do anything either. 
Dimity, Dimity's not one to, you know, sit in front of an open window or go outside with wet hair. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a lot of moms don't want us doing that. <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's the coats. It's kids not wearing jackets. What about, I know you st- said you started at 16, but an eight-year-old boy goes out in short sleeves, short sleeves at, at, you know, um, when it's, you know, six degrees outside. That's not going to hurt him, right? No, that's not going to hurt him. And I always, you know, I've got, I've got a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, and I, I, I've given up fighting with them on dressing appropriately to go out i figure they'll come in when they get cold enough oh good oh who? thank you all right all right <laughs> i'm done i'm done fighting about the coats right. <laughs> oh my goodness so uh so the, so the topic of this podcast like i said is um you know running after coming back to running after having a fever or flu and it was actually suggested to us by a mother runner who does some work with us her name's jana and she had a very very severe case of the flu she was um put on was it Tama flu, Tama flu, yeah, and um, she it put an end to her. She had a, uh, she was trying to run a hundred days in a row of at least a mile a day, and she was on day eighty eight. Put oh, a, put, ouch. yeah, ouch, and so um, you know that really she was really loath to stop, and she was really majorly bummed, and so after recuperating. She was concerned about resuming running and just, you know, there's, you know, she Googled it and tried to find out the answer for it. So, you know, kind of guide us through how to get back to running after the flu. Sure. And it is hard to Google because I'll be honest, there's not a lot of great research out there on this topic. And honestly, a lot of what I'm going to tell you is just my experience from what I've seen with my own patients and my own personal experience. But of course... Luckily, I have a big pool of patients to pull from to get experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, the flu, first of all, I don't want anyone to uh, downplay how serious the flu can be. Um, and as you were talking about how sick uh, this person got, the flu, you know, people talk about the flu and they think of a stomach bug or a bad cold. The flu knocks you out. It knocks you on your butt, and it knocks you on your butt for a week, two weeks, oftentimes even longer. And it's full body. It's fever. It's chills. It's a cough. It's headache. You feel like you want to die. So it's not just your run-of-the-mill cold that we often kind of term as the flu. Now, returning to exercise after the flu, you do need to take it a little easier. Once you don't have a fever anymore, once you're sure that you're breathing okay, you haven't developed pneumonia or anything like that, you can get back to exercising. But you do want to ease into it. And my rule of thumb that I always tell patients is it's going to take you twice as long to get back to where you were as you were when you were sick. So let's say you're out of commission for two weeks with the flu. It's going to take you at least a month to work up to the fitness level that you were at before you got sick. And that's for a generally young, healthy-ish kind of person. If you're older or have any underlying illnesses, it's going to take even longer. One of the biggest mistakes I see people making is trying to jump right back in and get back up to where you were before. So let's say you were running 20 miles a week before you got sick. I I see people all the time that go right back to doing four miles five times a week. And then they're sick again. You can't do that. You start off low and slow, and you go up again by the 10% rule. Don't increase your mileage by more than 10% a week. And that's really the best and the safest way to get back into things. That's that's really helpful. And and how do you know when you are ready to to, to go again? Like, is there... A certain bench line, a bench, what's the word? Benchmark. Baseline, (laughs) benchmark, baseline, I don't know, (laughs) something on a field, I don't know, 50 yard line, um, that, uh, that you want to hit before you, before you have your first exercise session after being knocked out so dramatically. 
if it's something like the flu that's dramatic, you want to make sure that you haven't had a fever for at least 48 hours. You want to make sure that you're breathing okay, that you don't feel short of breath with just rest or with minimal exertion, like you could walk up a flight of stairs or two without feeling out of breath. And you want to make sure that you really feel up to it. You know, in general, you're not going to feel like doing much except lying in bed for a week or two. But once you're up and moving around, you could start to get back into things. Yeah, and I think we we talk to so many women, you know, online or in person, and, you know, if they're on a training plan and then they get sick, then they're like, oh, well, I missed my, you know, 14-miler and I missed that tempo run and all that stuff. And and we just always say to them, don't try to make up missed workouts. So are we telling them the right thing? It's You are. You definitely are. And it's, uh, boy, I, I understand the frustration because there's nothing like going through 16 weeks of training for a marathon to then get sick and have an injury and have it derailed. It just, it sucks. There's no other word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can get back in and make it in time depending on how close to the race it is. Other times you just got to put your goal off and let discretion be the better part of valor because no one wins by killing yourself. It's not worth it in the long run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're a very sage person, Marnie. Um, Great. <laughs> um, and so then how about um, this actually question sprung out of my personal experience. How about running or racing while on antibiotics? Um, and th- again, this antibiotics. Is- <laughs> Sorry. Uh, do you say antibiotics or antibiotics? I say antibiotics, but you know, and look, I'm on the East Coast. You guys are on the West, so who knows? Do you, anti- do you call it antibiotics in Portland, Sarah? I sure do. It's made with natural honey. It's antibiotics, raw honey. That's all we give them in Portland. That's it. The gloves are off for every mispronounced word. That's it. Hey, you know, I'm just trying to liven up this. You know, it's like you know, we're talking about you know sickness. We're trying to just you know have a, throw a laugh in every once in a while. So, so laughter's laughter's the best medicine. So that's good. I'm glad I I'm glad I could serve that proper purpose. So so on antibiotics. Um, antibiotics. If you're on antibiotics. There really is not an issue with running, with one exception. If you're on um, an antibiotic that's in the fluoroquinolone class, that would be something like Cipro or Leviquin or Avalox. Mm. Those are the most common ones. Um, Those are the antibiotics that can be associated with tendon rupture. You might have heard Mm. about this. um, Or severe tendonitis. You want to take it easy when exercising if you're on any of those antibiotics. Those are typically prescribed for either urinary tract infections or um, bad upper respiratory infections slash pneumonia type of thing. So potentially we could be talking about one of those associated with bad respiratory infection. Um, There usually is a warning on the bottle regarding this. Oh, that's what I was going to ask because otherwise I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't write those down. Now how am I supposed to remember? (laughs) But there is typically a warning on the bottle about the risk of tendon rupture with these medications. That sounds like a really nasty side effect. Like, Well, and that's one of the reasons, you know, one of my big hills to die on is not giving people inappropriate antibiotics. We do too much of that in this country, and um, there's always a risk of anything. And, you know, antibiotics are not benign. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we try yeah. to discourage them unless they're absolutely necessary. Yeah, I'd say so. No matter how you pronounce it, they are not benign. I'd love <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's raw honey, and then it's okay. Then it's benign. Um, what about just a straight-up fever? Um, you know, I don't know. Does, does the flu – obviously, the flu doesn't always accompany the, just a straight-up fever. Is that correct, Dr. Nicholas? Um, a fever, you know, you can have – you almost always have a fever with the flu. Um, with a cold – 
you might or might not. Um, fever is really just your body's way of trying to fight an infection. Um, the only thing you have to be careful with the fever is that you could overheat. And um, there have been case studies of people getting hyperthermia with while trying to exercise with a fever. So in general, I recommend take it easy if you've got a fever. It's a sign you're sick and you need to rest. Yeah, I would think particularly something like if people were running on a treadmill, you know, so mm-hmm. that, you know, because I think you think, oh, well, it's December. Of course, I'm not going to be running outside. It's like, oh, yeah, but on a treadmill, like in an uh, unheated, yeah. you know, like a basement that doesn't have much ventilation. That sounds yes. like that plus a fever is not you a good idea. And, you know, I know runners, we're stubborn. We can be stubborn to the point of stupidness at times. And we do stupid things sometimes in the name of running and training. But, you know, sometimes we got to use our heads a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- so will any other final um, parting guidance that you can give in this time of um, flu and fevers and colds and all that stuff? Uh, especially, yeah, especially like the fact, oh, sorry, but just given the fact that we're dealing with, you know, germ factories, a.k.a. our offspring that come home with yes. everything and their mother, you know, on their clothes. So, um, so yeah, so you were going to say get a flu shot and then I interrupted you. So start with that and then... And then it's um it's not the best match this year for some of the circulating strains of flu, but it still does provide protection against some of the circulating strains. And then hygiene, hand hygiene is the way to go. So wash your hands with soap and water. Remind your kids to wash their hands with soap and water before eating, after they come home from school, whatever grubbiness they've gotten themselves into. Um, plain old soap and water. You don't have to go crazy with hand sanitizer, but soap and water is the way to go. Always a good reminder. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, Marnie. Oh, anytime, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You give me fever When you kiss me fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning A fever all through the night I don't know. Should we go wash our hands, Dimity? I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's so funny. It's just plain old soap and water. Never mind that Target is a whole aisle of just like Purell and its offspring, right? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, that's uh, that's a whole nother topic, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big hand sanitizer person, are you? The only oh, time that I ever not. really use it is um, at a porta potty, right? Oh, the only de- time I ever like <laughs> willingly choose that over soap. Uh huh. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a very good call. The I am always pleased when I get a I'm in a porta potty. Sweet, they have hand sanitizer. Um, and then also a um, squirt. I need a squirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, sometimes, uh, well, like yesterday after bar class and just handling, you know, having my hands on the floor during plank and holding hand weights and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. She had some lavender scented um, hand sanitizer. I'm like, oh, I'll take a squirt of that. So, um, and then, you know, I judiciously wash my hands or, you know, um, vigorously wash my hands when I got home before I made my kids lunches. So, um, yeah, but I am not, I do not, do not carry them in my purse or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like they dry out my skin so much. Like, I just feel like a tortoise after I use them. Even just washing my hands. I've got this amazing, Sarah, my sister, had a duplicate of this olive oil lotion. Oh. Um, It it literally smells like olive oil. I mean, it's it's like thick and kind of, you know, puke green, and it just feels very (laughs) authentic. And um, and it's a little jar, you know, so you know that it was, like, you know, made by real stuff. It's not just Uh Jergens. And I swear, every night I, like, slather my hands in it. (laughs) 
I need to start putting cotton socks over my hands because I uh, do, do the mitten thing yeah. because I wake up and they're still just so dry. It's just such a, well, it's that, for, uh, it's just a, you know, the winter problems in Colorado. I know living in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we go to uh, Salt Lake city for that trade show, um, and I'm, I'm always like, I must pack socks, you know, that I can sleep in, you know, put lotion on my feet and then put on some wool socks. So uh, yeah, here, here in Portland, we don't quite have that same drying out problem that you have. Yeah. Cotton. It, uh, well, I used to, that, that's, I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. It's, um, I, I think cotton socks are better. I've always used cotton socks. I don't know if wool is better mm. or not, but, um, but Vaseline, just mm. slathering my hands in vats. It's, it's kind of a, a messy experiment. Like you gotta like get it on and then like turn off the light (laughs) gotta be done reading and you know hopefully your husband is like you know either asleep or you know is watching football or something like don't touch me i'm i'm moisturizing my hands right Right. you have your priorities straight right uh oh my my goodness well um uh perhaps if you have other dry skin or you know flu fever stories maybe you could share them with us on facebook uh we'd we'd love it if you'd like us on facebook we are run like a mother the book our websites are anothermotherrunner.com and motherrunnerstore.com please follow us on twitter and instagram we're at the mother runner our books are run like a mother train like a mother and the upcoming run oh what's the new book called i'm totally sure not <laughs> no, it's okay. called tales from another mother runner yeah. sister you better we have to have a quiz soon <laughs> we will. We gotta, we're setting up our tour as we speak it's tales from another mother runner or as we say Tamer, Tamer, kind yes. of rhymes with Bammer, right? Mm-hmm. Tamer, rhymes with Bammer. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tamer and mm-hmm. Bammer. I sort of forced you into dropping that F out of it. It's just T A M R. Yeah, to Bammer, <laughs> to Bammer, it's, it's a, it's a silent F, <laughs> like tsunami. So um, yeah, I'm totally lost anyway, where I am. All right, many happy miles <laughs> to you. And um, as we head round into the new year, we've got a fun podcast coming up next week that has highlights of probably from 15 mother runners or so um, of great races. So. Two Tune into that after you go wash your hands. And many happy miles to you, as well as happy holidays. Happy holidays.